Welcome to the Ambitious Freelancer Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cross of The Happy Hour Canton, and I'm here to help you show up as your best self while you're finding clients, working with the clients, and getting those testimonials to build your better business. We'll be talking about everything you need to know when it comes to freelancing, whether you're a beginner or someone who has a few years under their belt. So let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 35 of the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. So today's episode is going to be about client call pet peeves. And so I'm really going to try to bring this from both the client and the freelancer perspective because I'm sure a lot of the things that annoy us about client calls probably also annoy our clients and so I do want to talk about it from both perspectives um, because I just think it's kind of important to talk about it from that way. We all kind kind of have similar things that irritate us. So before I get started, I'm a little bit sorry about 34. I'm honestly not sure how it sounds. What happened was I'm 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 recording this in October. And so I was going to try to put up a a Halloween episode and that was going to be 34, but what ended up happening was I ended up putting 34 up in November because I was sick that week and it really I just didn't have any time to edit it like I just didn't so I took Halloween off because I was sick that entire week and so it's actually Halloween today when I'm recording this even though you're gonna get this in like the second week of November so it's a little bit the timeline's a little weird but I do want to kind of tell you what the timeline is so I haven't actually edited 34 yet but I was sick that episode and because I tried to just power through the sickness and record it so it might sound like I was super sick in that episode and that's because I was well I wasn't super sick I was kind of like on the downward spiral and right now I'm like kind of sick but not really like I still need some time to to relax which is why I didn't put up an episode on Halloween so but yeah I still wanted to kind of get ahead because your girl is behind I didn't have any episodes to work on because the 33 three was the last um episode I had before the Halloween I wanted to put up on Halloween anyway and so it just I had to take a week off but so last week's episode was supposed to go up on Halloween and it just didn't happen because your girl was completely sick so again client cost simplified is going to be in the, the description of this because it's like the perfect companion to this and the reason i got to start thinking about this thing at all was basically i had a great client call yesterday which was the 30th so by the time this goes up it would have been like a few weeks ago but i just had this really amazing client call yesterday and it got me thinking about all the client calls i didn't have i had that were not so great so like a few weeks ago for me so like a month ago for you guys i had this client call randomly with this person on upwork i have no idea why i decided to take this call at all like it what had nothing to do with my niche and I was just kind of blindsided by the entire thing and I was kind of curious I guess and they just seemed like they had really not a clue what they were doing on the Upwork platform. I want to help. I'm a helper you guys and when I tell you guys this was the worst client call I've ever had, it was the worst client call I've ever had. Like everything, like all of my client red flags, all the things I think I don't want in clients was wrapped up into one client and one client call and I'm not sure why I stayed on the phone or like why I didn't stand up for myself more and I'm like th- 
thinking back on it now, I'm like, wow, Mandy, you really just wasted an hour of your life on this client call, all the while knowing you would never work with this client, and this client is definitely going to push your boundaries and not going to be a client that you want at all in your life. You're past that now, so why did you take this call? Why did you stay on the phone for so long? Why did you waste your time like this? I mean, it was just a lot, you guys. Like, it was, like I said, one of the worst calls I've ever had. This client was, they had me on the phone for an hour. An hour, you guys. Not not five minutes, not ten minutes, not twenty minutes, not thirty minutes. An hour. An hour of my life, I'll never get back. And they weren't trying to pay me any money. And I had already discounted myself. Which is like one of those things, you guys. Like, when you already are discounting yourself, sometimes it feels like clients want an even bigger discount. And I feel like I tried to be helpful because I knew they probably wouldn't have a budget. So I had given myself a discount because normally I, I I'm not like crazy expensive you guys I'm not like a dollar per word here my rate is around 15 cents per word to start depending on the project and the scope and all that good stuff and so I gave them a rate of 10 cents per word guys 10 cents that's like basic well I don't know if it's basic because when I first started I was around like five cents per word but I think 10 cents per word is pretty basic it's like a basic across the board thing like if you're trying to hire a writer you should probably expect to pay 10 cents per word at least if not more so I chart I said oh 10 cents per word okay that sounds good they weren't even trying to do that and the thing that kind of frustrated me is because basically like we had gotten to this conversation I was like oh well if you don't since they were basically trying to have my rate but they were saying it as if they weren't trying to have my rate so basically they were saying oh instead of doing a, a 1,000 word article you can do 500 word article and I could still pay you 10 cents per word but I'm like that's essentially having my rate because normally when I work with a client I work with like a thousand words or more per article and honestly I think you need a thousand words more per article to do well most things on the first page of Google if you're really trying to push Google most of them are like a thousand words like that's just the cold hard truth most things that go do well on Google are a thousand plus words long-form content is where it's at especially if you can blend long-form content and digestible content I think that long-form pieces with great headings and subheadings and things like that that's what really works well on Google and that's what really works well on the internet in general people love long content as long as it's easily like scannable and so I think and I was telling them this and they're like oh maybe, maybe not this and it was just like and plus they were talking over me like that's something I really hate like can I get a word in edgewise I'm a very introverted person and so like I love to listen but I also know when it's time for me to talk I should be able to talk I shouldn't have to talk over you or like fight to get my edge word in edgewise like you want to hire me and this is going to be a relationship and so if I don't feel like I can be in a relationship with you like that then I don't think we should be in a relationship I just I just don't think we should be in that client relationship if I can't get a word in edgewise and I'm a very pushovery person and so I'm just going to try to make sure I don't get in those situations where I can be pushed over I don't know that's just kind of my feelings about like stuff like that I just don't want to have to deal with it and so that's what I didn't do so like I didn't I didn't respond after that like I just kind of removed my name from the application process because I just I don't want to have to deal with that I don't want to have to deal with that type of client or that environment of like being in I don't I don't want to have anything to do with that so I wanted to talk about some client call pet peeves of mine and like I said I'm gonna also morph it into a conversation about things in general you shouldn't do on the phone or with people and so one of my first ones is calls that should have been emails or could have been emails I hate talking to, I don't 
don't know. I'm not gonna say I hate talking on the phone. I don't mind talking on the phone. Like, I'm okay with it. It's not my first choice. But also, I don't like to have my time wasted. So, if I feel like a conversation could have just been an email, I'm like, okay, but like, why did you drag me to this specific time when you could have just typed this out? And like, I understand some people, they don't want to have typed out conversations. Or it's not that they want to have typed out conversations, they just don't want to do it. But sometimes, that's what you gotta do. And honestly, sometimes it's best. So, you have a paper trail and I think that some clients do this on purpose so there is no paper trail so you can't go back later and be like hey you said this 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 and then it can always be like this air of mystery around everything that the conversation ever have had been and I really don't like that like I like to be able to have a paper trail be able to say oh you said this this and this and not have like them be like oh no I didn't I didn't say that like yes you did it's in the email but when it's on the phone you can't do that because it's on the phone so you can't be like this is what you said can I point you back to what you said and that's kind of annoying to me. I don't know if clients have that same thing. Um, maybe they do. I mean, I don't think anyone likes calls that could have been an email. And at work, when you are in a meeting, you don't like meetings that could have been an email. Like, I don't think anyone likes things to be put in, like, a specific location where you could have just emailed me something. Another thing I don't like is canceling last minute or not showing up. I will say, I did this to a client once recently, and it really sucked. I had a really hard time sleeping, and I literally just slept through a meeting, and I felt so bad because it's literally the antithesis of everything I am as a person. And it really made me so angry at myself. I'm like, Amanda, just fucking go to sleep and like do what you're supposed to do. And it really frustrated me for a while that I even did that to a client because it's something I would never do, like typically. And I wouldn't have done it if I hadn't fell asleep and forgot to set an alarm. Or I don't even know. I might have set an alarm or slept through it. I really don't know. That was a few, like a month or two ago. And I, I don't know why I did it. But honestly, I really didn't want client calls with them all the time. I just wanted email updates. And then we had like gotten to this time where we were doing the monthly updates like I didn't really need to have them over the phone like I just wanted frequent email communication now we just do email communication and it works fine because I just I don't like doing calls so I don't have to but yeah but on the other side just like canceling last minute I understand that things come up but it really frustrates me when people do that because it's not something I would typically do as well as just like I feel like clients do it more than freelancers do I feel like even though we want to say we're on we are our own boss and I feel that way sometimes I know ultimately that you know in a way that client is my boss even though they're not my boss boss like they I am I do owe them things you know there are things in a business relationship if you're giving someone a service you owe that person something you you owe that person some of your time to do that particular thing that you're dealing so yeah I like I feel like because they are somewhat the boss in the situation, they feel like they can get away with way more than freelancers do. And it really frustrates me when they cancel last minute because it's something, like I said, I wouldn't typically do. I don't, I don't typically do a no call. I don't, I don't typically do a no call, no show. Or a, you know, whatever the equivalent of that, no email, no show. It's not typically like me unless I literally slept through my alarm. So, and as soon as I woke up that morning, I was like, shit, I slept through my alarm. I think I should probably label this one explicit because I've I've cursed quite a few times in this one. But it's so weird when I have to label things explicit and it's just because I cursed a few times. I don't know. It's weird. Anywho, (laughs) I don't know. I was talking to Samantha Tatral. She is the blogger behind Saving Ability, the podcaster behind Offbeat Grad, 
had and this really cool one she has called unrecommended she does with her, one of her friends about bad books and it's really awesome it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to well we were talking the other day has like we talk a lot about like freelancing issues and things like that and i'm sending her the chronic call workbook so we've been talking about chronic calls and she was just like oh yeah i really hate when like she had like a a, a person who canceled last minute a few a little while ago so i was like yeah i really hate when that happens i feel like clients i feel like it's the other way around if the freelancer was canceling last minute or not showing up then the situation would be over but since it's the client they feel like they can do whatever they want so that really frustrates me that from the client perspective they feel like they can't do it but if it was the freelancer doing it to the client the client would probably be like this is a no-go for me but because the client is paying you money you feel like you can you have to like bend over backwards for them so that just really frustrates me so another thing I really hate is not researching me so not going to my website not checking me out like I do a lot of cold outreach and so which is always so interesting and one of the things I was super excited about this person when I talked to them yesterday they were saying oh I looked at your website and found your rate and I think we follow within it and I was like oh my goodness they looked at my website and they found my rate and they thought like I know that's like the lowest barrier like I feel like sometimes like my my standards have sunk in so low because I've had so many client um call horror stories that I'm like well man my standards are so low that like even the most basic courtesy is like wow thanks but like it's really bad out here man and I don't know what it is like I feel like clients need to do like so much better than they're doing so not researching me so many people do that and it then it ends up causing issues like if you want to talk to me or like sometimes it's not even me contacting them it's them contacting me like do your research man and then you'll know I have all of this information so readily available I have my rates readily available I have my portfolio readily available and I feel like if you're reaching out to me like you could do like a modicum of research a, a minimum amount of research and you'll find like pretty much everything you want to know and while I am all about like being nice and handing out information and making sure people have what they need to have I also feel like I do so much research on you I feel like you could lend me the same courtesy and doing that research for me if that makes sense especially if I'm not reaching out to you I understand giving that information to clients if I reached out to them but even this client that I called outreach to they actually did research before we got on the call which is amazing so if I'm cold outreaching I understand okay I'll probably need to do a little bit more here but I feel like if you're canceling last minute I mean not canceling if you're not doing research and you're reaching out to me how did you find my information how did you reach out to me you don't know anything are you serious like come on obviously you know as a freelancer before you hop on a call before you can do any of this you do need to do your research on the client like please do research on the client please understand like who they are what they do why you want to work with them all of the information you stuff you need to do before you get on the call so that you can come prepared they might introduce themselves to you on the phone and that's fine but I don't want you guys going into client calls without knowing at least a little bit about the business you're you're calling so even if it's like right before you get on the call just going through their information as I'm a writer so I usually try to go through people's blogs kind of see the information they have on their website I sometimes watch a little video if they have like a little explainer video or something on their website I like to watch that I like to read their about page go through their home page kind of see what it's all about and just try to get a good overall like glance into who they are as a company I think this is really important I think that's the bare minimum you can do as a person to be prepared for a client call and so I really think that's important so number I guess four 
I'm, I guess I'm, I'm not numbering these talking taking too much of my time like I said the other client they took an hour of my time you guys client calls don't need to be an hour long I'm sorry especially on potential client calls before you even know if it's a fit for for you guys and you don't even have like any solid anything an hour is too long I don't understand what and that comes with people not doing the adequate research or not knowing what they want not knowing what they're looking for and that really sucks so if you're getting on a call I don't think people people like exploration is cool getting to know someone is cool but it doesn't need to take an hour you're not I'm not getting paid for this you know this is just out of the courtesy of my life and I want someone who's gonna respect my time so this call I had yesterday 15 minutes it was so fast we set up for 30 minutes so I knew it could be 30 minutes it didn't take 30 minutes and that's awesome it doesn't have to take 30 minutes it can take 15 it can take 10 like I have really short conversations and I think that's really okay you don't need to be on the phone for an hour to understand who someone is and honestly it was just like not great I don't feel like they knew who I was you don't need to take an hour you can take 10 minutes you can take 15 minutes you can take 30 minutes but an hour an hour is way too long for me and especially especially like I said for potential client calls like I don't see the point and taking an hour for a potential call, a potential client call. It just doesn't make sense. Another one, picking my brain. I love sharing advice, and I love talking about strategy, talking about this, talking about that, but it comes a point, like an hour is the point, you know, where it, it, it becomes too much. It becomes picking my brain. It becomes like getting strategy for free. It becomes like doing way too much for free, and so... I think picking my brain is okay for a while, but like eventually it comes to the point where it's like, wow, no, 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 no. This is too much picking my brain and we need to stop. So I think it's really important as a freelancer that you really protect your your strategy at all costs. Protect how much information you have. You don't have to share it all. And I understand clients want to know kind of how you work, but it comes a point where it's like, okay, but now you're just picking my brain and getting free information that I could package up and sell to you in some other capacity and like a consulting capacity and that's an okay. So yeah, just think about that when you are getting on the phone with clients. But the other way around, I don't think freelancers do this as much to clients as clients do it to freelancers. But yeah, I don't really usually have to deal with this though because most of my clients aren't really looking for strategy I don't I'm not a strategist at on the freelance level I'm not if I worked with I always think about doing like strategy sessions with bloggers and things like that so that might be something I offer in 2020 but that wouldn't be like for my freelancers like I don't usually do strategy just because that's not really the job I have I am not a person's main blogger like I've done somewhat similar to that in the past but like I typically work with someone's more marketing manager and then they already have the strategy in place so they just assign me articles or sometimes I pitch ideas but I'm just not here for the strategy side because that's just not my job I work with I work with corporate clients corporate clients tend to already have their marketing calendar together and then they just assign me articles as needed so it's not the same thing the last one I don't talk about today is talking at me or letting not letting me get a word in edgewise as you guys know I'm an introvert I talk about that a lot I said like kind of ambivert kind of introvert I'm always testing it's like an INFP though so pretty much an introvert and so I don't try always to like just like insert myself into conversations a lot but I don't like when people are talking at me or at least like not letting me get an word in edgewise because it's okay to let the conversation breathe it's okay to let the conversation settle you don't have to I don't know it's just awkward 
awkward. I really don't like being talked at. I do good work and I want to continue to do that good work, but like, don't talk at me, bro. So yeah, I mean, there's just so many things that clients do that kind of frustrate me, but when I get a good client, I'm always super excited. And my call yesterday was so good and they were just so sweet and nice and complimentary and just like, it was a wonderful kind of meeting of minds and it was only 15 minutes, which are my favorite kinds of calls. And like, I just felt a really great I felt really great getting off the phone, and that's always great. I always feel good when I feel good getting off the phone with a client instead of feeling bad. So, yeah, I mean, that's really all I wanted to talk about today, which is client call pet peeves, and I hope that you guys want to continue this conversation. Definitely let me know. Definitely go in the Facebook group and let me know what you think about your client call pet peeves, because I'd love to know what they are, and yeah, I'll just continue. I don't think I'm going to be talking about client calls next week, but we'll see. It's really hard because I'm trying to like get episodes completed but it's hard for me because I don't know what I'm gonna get by mid-November I don't know if my planner will be done yet so I don't know if I want to stop record pre-recording or if I want to continue pre-recording it's very awkward but yeah that's really pretty much all I have for you guys today and I will talk to you guys next week bye Thank you so much for listening to the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. I'm so excited that we got to hang out today. If you want to hang out between uploads, check out thehappyartcanton.com slash ambitiousfreelancers. There you will find more support and advice as you grow your freelance business and connect with other listeners of the podcast. I cannot wait to see you in the group and I will talk to you in a few days with some more great advice.